Welcome to JV Reads the T. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. What is up, witches and bitches, and welcome back to JV Reads the Tea. Um, today, my lovely guest is Ronnie Palmieri. Hello, did I do hello. it right this time? You did it did. perfectly. Thank Fabulous. you so much. I literally had that thought at exactly 5 a.m. I was like, wait, I... <gasps> the hubris! No! It is, um, <clears throat> it is, it is totally fine. Uh, it is... Uh, if it is depends totally on the situation. If I'm, you know, at a, a situation where I want someone to just really easily be able to do it, it's just Palmieri, nice and easy. Um, even saying that sounds so brutish of me. But if I'm <laughs> if I'm in a situation where I want to put a little flourish in my step, it is Palmieri with there a little you. with a little roll to the R. Ah, um, uh, yes. You sh- you should you should not feel any kind of way about it though, because I will call them out fully. But my my co-host uh andy uh mm. to this day still i don't think can pronounce my last we've been friends for uh going on seven <laughs> years now and still is just absolutely clueless we'll just throw a dart at a board and i say yep that is that is my surname you've gotten it <laughs> sure that works and I, <laughs> the only two things that i could possibly think that it was was the two that i listed which was yeah which well he literally just said both of them so there we are and i was like what is there a third option no i don't think there is i don't know that we can find a third option here for a way to say this some people will blend the two and 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 it's the worst it's just palmieri just like re like palmieri it's just it's 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 bad it's 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 quite bad and i'm i'm it is very telling that you chose the two good options (laughs) instead of the third uh dark ending (laughs) oh man well i think a good thing to have happen here would be to um maybe remind the people where they may have heard you before absolutely absolutely so i am a co-host of the podcast ending pending with uh the aforementioned andy uh, my good friend Annie and Evan, uh, we talk about one season television shows and uh, kind of break them down to see where they all went wrong. Uh, we, we, you know, there's plenty of shows out there hating on bad TV, bad movies, but we are really try to be a little more uh, analytical. That is uh, way higher. Uh, <laughs> that, that is far more complex than I than I ought to be doing it. It is it is a very, very uh, silly joke around uh, thing. But um yeah that is that is the primary place i I have another a couple other smatterings of uh, of former podcasts uh but Mm. for the most part it is uh talking about those uh mostly bad tv shows ah yes ah exciting (laughs) (laughs) the the episode i think i um started listening around gaycation gaycation is is extremely outside of the format for us in a lot of different ways for 
yeah, that checks out. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that checks out. I mean, so like I, hmm, I listened to the episode that I think came out. Not, I don't remember the day it came out because I will admit it was probably sitting in my queue for a bit. Because <laughs> I've been editing audio literally like every day this week. I'm just. Uh, so sometimes I need to give my ears a little bit of a break just overall um, slash also difficult to edit audio while listening to audio from a completely different thing but boy howdy if I don't try it all the time <laughs> same Woo, same oh oh man oh what a the last thing I want to do is listen time. to my voice a second time uh, <laughs> so I try and maybe I can li- watch this YouTube video and also edit and um <laughs> It, it it doesn't work. It, spoilers <laughs> for a very obvious situation. It doesn't uh, work. Yes. I, I'm a little bit fortunate in so far. This is one of the only times I'll say this is a definite fortunate thing, which is I um, am hard of hearing in one ear. Um, mm. This one specifically, which, as you'll notice, this is the one that has two wires going into it. This is <laughs> my regular just one that's hooked up to my phone at all times just mm-hmm. right there and this one for the good for the good sound stuff um <laughs> which is naturally over top of the good ear right. therefore meaning i can hear everything that i actually need to hear in the good ear and then all the things that i'm only half paying attention to the <laughs> background noise can yeah. all go through that ear the ear that does not matter as much that feels very rude to this ear. I feel like it's just very mean to like my. <laughs> you matter, sweetie, but also, sure, um, mm, sure. but also, if you did your job better, you would matter more. Anyway, um... <laughs> I'm very glad that you found uh, podcasting, which is an editing podcast, which is a niche that very well fits to that very unique set of circumstances. Oh, exactly. And speaking of podcasting, so. <clears throat> You, um, are you the founder of Bristol Podworks? I am, yes. I'm the founder of Bristol Podworks. It's a, uh, production hub. Uh, we don't have a physical space because why would you right now? Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, we, we produce and edit podcasts for, for businesses, but mostly for enthusiasts and people who want to get started out, uh, doing, you know, education for student groups, um, Ooh. do some seat sessions at the library to help people understand what podcasts are, which is a, a real fun thing to do with a bunch oh. of, uh, of, of, of more mature, um, Perfect. residents of my community. They just love that. I tell them that podcasts are things they can listen to in their car and they, they're excited. And I tell them they are completely free and they are very excited um and and then i try and coach them through how to do it and they get a little less excited but that's part of the part of the uh the work is keeping that enthusiasm up um, oh totally but yeah, yeah i produce a couple of uh of excellent excellent shows force friends rewatch which is a a, a show that, that uh andy is also on uh good neighbors a terrific uh rpg podcast um just uh, a lot of a lot of good good stuff that people have given me the opportunity to be a part of which is which is just excellent when you don't always have the time to to <laughs> be a full-fledged host of a show but good people allow you to uh to be a part of it still and even host or or, or guest that is on podcast as you have done for me today yeah yeah for sure i uh <laughs> i like the concept of I like the concept of like just several old grandmas just sitting at a table with a microphone and just 
telling all the business of everybody in the neighborhood. I just, I really love it. Like, that's just like, something really pure and lovely about I it. I truly think <laughs> if it wasn't for the pandemic, I would have several old old lady podcasts about just uh, a myriad of things. And it, it, it is one of the biggest things that breaks my heart about this whole situation. Mm, very could have tr- really could have really broken the internet with uh with marge's uh <laughs> genealogy podcast honestly genuinely could because like mm-hmm. there's nothing really bad like i don't i don't know for a good long chunk of my life i wasn't i i wasn't able to talk to adults just at <laughs> all just not nope could not say a damn thing doesn't matter who the adult was could not talk to them just wouldn't happen therefore was silent for a good chunk of the time sure Hmm. how times have changed how times Mm -hmm. have shifted um but one of the things that i have grown to love and really appreciate is actually listening to those stories that old people have um even as problematic as some of the stories can get real quickly Um, but like just even just hearing about um those snapshots from like from a previous time, from a previous mm-hmm. generation. Um, my, uh, my my form, my my last uh, full time job uh, was working for uh, doing marketing for a chain of senior living communities, mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was about eighty percent just talking to folks there and uh, getting their perspectives and their lives and histories and mm-hmm. and just the the you know it, it was amazing amazing people who hadn't started painting until they walked through and were doing these amazing uh landscapes and people who oh. had escaped uh had become refugees in china and then and mm. came to america and and it it, it was um yeah it, it it i would say it's in more of a um less i guess of a certain area it's all problematic but the people the communities that i was i was in um the people seem to be a little more aware or you know of what is going on so it was it was a a true joy and uh i i i miss them i miss them very much understandably so yeah like uh as far as problematic adults are generally concerned where i sort of just wind up leaving it is like listen if it is extremely problematic, I am just kind of low-key waiting for them to die. Yes, that is true. <laughs> that is very true. But also, like, valid. even so within, valid. like, even within a extremely problematic person, there are good tiny nuggets mm-hmm. of information that sometimes mm-hmm. you got to sift through. Right, just mountains of bullshit to get to. Right. But when you do, those mm-hmm. nuggets of information are like sometimes the most precious bits of information right. just in general and also like there is something to be said for um getting the the insight of people who um who have just even if they've been like a shitty person for a very long time <laughs> mm-hmm. like figuring out why they are that way can be really beneficial to society i yeah. did study social social psychology not sure if that came through <laughs> in that statement but that is one of the reasons that i studied it um you yeah. know it's so true so valid so so yeah. yes so this is your first reading ever. it is I this is so I I am vaguely aware of tarot. I I I I know like the some of the cards and that the cards aren't always what you would expect the cards to mean. <laughs> I 
I did go through a phase um, mm-hmm. in middle school where I was very into uh, druid culture. Ooh, I don't know okay. why. I don't know why. You know, no, I do know why. Because okay. at the same at the same place where I purchased uh, a a book of druid lore from the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, um, I yes. also picked up a a tarot deck that I don't think I opened. Was very frowned upon by my Catholic mother, but. <laughs> that'll do it um but but i i had one i had one in my possession and it was uh it was very special it it felt very like you know the 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 tome the uh, the artifact that's up on the shelf that is just there with its wards and protections and uh wish i wish i had dug more into it but now but now i'm here and you're here and you're like we're doing it yes yes indeedy um now uh as a separate thing, just gonna mention this now. One of the things that I missed the most about this year, the uh, as far as things that you know, I wish had happened because I had just gotten into them and was really excited about it. Well, one is LARPing. I was gonna start doing that this year. Very cool. Just, uh, I, I had the costume ready and everything. Mm-hmm. I was so prepared. Um, but also just going to more Ren fairs. Yes. I've only been to one. And it was fucking amazing. I mm-hmm. loved it. It was so great. And I wanted to go to an even bigger one. <laughs> and then, oh boy. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. That's the PA a- Ren Fair. If you, if you get up to the to the Philadelphia region, the PA Ren mm-hmm. Fair is is big and and good. Um, with a a running storyline that goes through the whole day through the Uh, joust and the human chess match and meeting people at the globe theater and and the stocks and it's 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 all it is very much a place where you can go and just kind of eat a turkey leg or you can go and be a part of an event they Uh, they will pull you in if given the opportunity (laughs) oh very exciting i uh that was part of the reason like that this year was that my only like goal for this year was make an 18th century gown, which yes, I did that within a month of actually <laughs> setting that as a goal for my year. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have any goals for this year. That's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Um, I really should have thought that out, like mm-hmm. based that a bit, but I don't know. I also thought well, how that, would, like, mm-hmm. how would you know that you would, that, you know, the, the, the attainability of, of such a, such a feat. Well, I did kind of know because when I set that goal, I had like already got the pattern, like the pattern Mm. was in my possession. And realistically, I don't know, realistically, if I can put together with all the things I can put together, this is not the most complicated. It's just that there's a lot of fabric and a lot of it was satin, which (laughs) you look at satin the wrong way and there are suddenly runs in it, it's fraying and it's... it's, and it has slid across the table. So um, that was not great, but, you know, I'm happy. But now you've got a beautiful, head. beautiful gown exactly. that as soon as Renaissance fairs are, are you know, up mm-hmm. for availability, you, I, I would, you, you will probably still, still feel uncomfortable enough to go to them. I to will, not go to them. <laughs> I will be so happy to be at them. I mean, because by the time, oh, by the time those happen again, I will, (laughs) by the time those happen again, I will be vaccinated, which also, of course, of course I will be, because uh, I've got about, well, I don't know how many days exactly that is. Go back in on the 11th, and therefore, woohoo, 
Second shot. Yay. Excellent. Um, not to brag about this <laughs> just on the internet, <laughs> but well, um, perks check, of being a Check caregiver. you out on your immunizations. <laughs> perks of being a caregiver. Um, Absolutely. And having to, like, stay at home a bunch anyway is like, oh, caregivers are home health coworkers. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that until they told me. And it was just a beautiful moment of, like, <gasps> Oh, this is the one good thing this, that, Get that needing to take care of my sister has done for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ah, yes. I can worry less about dying. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Beautiful. Um, now, as far as this reading is concerned, yes. I like these cards a lot because they're colorful. I will say there are some elements of this of this little situation that are might bit worrisome, not sure. extremely, but slightly. Um, so the, the, mm-hmm. the amount of anxiety I deal with on a daily basis is 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 so intense that like some validity to that. Some like here's why you should be anxious will feel like a dream. Will feel amazing. I'm very excited. It's gonna be there. Um, <laughs> it's gonna show up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nope. That's um. Well, anxiety is mentioned in this in a sure. in an interesting way. Um, yeah. So that's fun. And mm-hmm. there's one card in particular that I'm looking at it, and it it looks like such a happy card. But then when you read what the card means, it's like it is basically one of those anxiety producing cards. Um, so just just a little bit of little bit of a heads up. Consider the me prepared. Three, the middle three cards are are fun um mm-hmm. now the order in which i read these is um past present uh problem one and problem two um i'm just gonna start calling them that because every single reading i've done <laughs> it has been these are two separate problems sure but they both are happening right now and exist so we need to <laughs> um, and they're both pressing so we will yeah. get to both of them and we'll hop up to future um i say hop up because of the way they're ordered um mm-hmm. just on this little table here that is not visible at all sure. um to yeah of course it isn't anyway <laughs> um <laughs> i plan things well haha um <laughs> <laughs> and then we have one final card after that, and that card is the um <laughs> the animal energy to carry forward. That'll make sense when we get there. Um, yeah, I love it. But for now, we are going to start off with the first card, which is the Ace of Cups. Um Ooh. which is fun and colorful. If I bring it like away from the light a wee bit, like it it's a little bit yeah. more visible. There's a yeah, beautiful. Yes, this deck is just so pretty. Um, mm-hmm. those are supposedly uh snake scales behind it. Um, but they sort of look like diamonds to me. Every single thing in this deck is sort of based on nature, which mm-hmm. is why I'm looking at it like anything that has this kind of diamond pattern is some form of lizard. That's sure. not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Lizards are awesome, but like I don't know. Anyway, um. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, it could also be like the arm, arm. What the the limb of a turtle is what I was going to say. <laughs> like arm. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but <laughs> flipper. 
Um, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Let's um, consider turtle anatomy real quick. <laughs> turtle flipper. Tortoise. Tortoises, I would say, probably have arms. Because sure. they're, they don't have interesting flipper shapes. They just yeah. have little, little stubby. Uh, they're just crawling around. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> <laughs> they're just little guys crawling around. That's all they are. <laughs> See my noted obsession with Jonathan the tortoise, <laughs> extremely old tortoise. I, uh, I will not, I will not take up the time here to to talk about the choice of Jonathan, who saw the end of slavery and also twenty twenty. Um, oh my goodness! I feel so bad for this turtle. <laughs> I mean, he's blind and can't smell worth sure. a damn, but like. <laughs> but he is 189 years old it's bad enough he has the weight of his own home on his back let alone the weight of the world's ills he's been trying to have sex with the same male turtle for about 30 years so i do oh. also appreciate him for oh, that like Jonathan. I, apparently that didn't happen prior to 30 years ago but oh like that's, I did it him. did it not happen prior to 30 years ago or was it like not this, this turtle is this turtle's friend <laughs> <They are> not- <laughs> That's totally they are right now. The turtle is climbing on the back of this other turtle rather frequently. Does yeah. just seem like pals, doesn't it? What just... a couple! What a couple of tortoise bros! <laughs> oh God, it's oh, I love good old Jonathan. Anyway, speaking of Jonathan being in love with another turtle, um, sure. this card is about love's beginnings. Ah. Um, yeah, so. This is in the past position, so this would be something, anything prior to, well, anything prior to like a day ago, I guess, technically. Sure. Um, so the aces mark the beginning of new exciting phases overall, um, since this suit deals with, the cups as a suit, um, deals with love and emotion, mm-hmm. um, you know. At a certain point in the in the past, you're in for a in for a delightful treat. Um, sure. <laughs> just a just a good old time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have been sort of expecting to enter a time of bliss, um, health, mm-hmm. joy, sure, good friendship. Um, it also could mean that this is like starting now, apparently, because this card is also looking towards the um this the way this card then the descriptions around the card is worded is it's looking towards the future. Sure. So if we're combining the past and the future, where do we get the present? So um mm-hmm. <laughs> so it could be that something is currently beginning, or it could be that something super impactful began a bit ago and sure. you felt really great about it. I mean, if, 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 is, am I to speak into this? Is this, yes. the, this my, my responsibility here? Um, yes, indeed. <laughs> I mean, to, to, you know, I don't know if there's any uh, indication as to whether that is, you know, the, the romantic love or the unconditional mm-hmm. love or anything like that. Um, but oh. m- most recently, my, my, you know, not, not before yesterday, but within the past uh, couple of years, before the pandemic, certainly, my daughter was born. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, she is, I, I'm home with her full time. She's the light of my life. Um, we had, 
you know, and speaking about entering into something that is, you know, very joyful and mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it not being the case, we had to spend the first month and a half of her mm-hmm. life at uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> she was born a month early and mm-hmm. we, you know, she, she had a heart defect that had to be sorted out. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was, it, you know, was, was this time that we were expecting to be, you know, joyful and, and uh, you know, getting into the, the new home with the new baby. And instead we were doing a lot of, uh, uh, ordering DoorDash uh, from the local uh, Philadelphia joints and sleeping on what the hospital called a bed, but that is extremely debatable. (laughs) That's generous. That's a generous. Yes. This is a glorified Um, chair, but (laughs) she, she, you know, I I could definitely see that being uh, what, I mean, I, 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 me and my wife have been married for, uh, significantly longer than than uh, that. So uh, most oh. recently in the past would be would be the love of my my little my little girl. That checks out. That makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are, <laughs> I was I was just thinking about the idea of like being a parent, and and we're watching um, currently watching um, everything sucks on Netflix. Ah, uh, uh, yes, <laughs> and and we we are constantly comparing the main dad character to me. Uh, who is just not overbearing, but is just that kind of dad where he's entered the phase of of uh, not cool and uh, and embarrassing, but still just like <laughs> loving and supportive. And oh. it, it is it is uncomfortably me. And I can only imagine that all this pandemic time has like escalated things or, or, or like it like made things go faster where normally if she was like going to get to the Ugh, dad phase at like 12, 13 you know, five, six years old, it is, <laughs> she is just going to be fed up and I'll just be like, whatever you need, sweetie, whatever. I'm here when you need me. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the only, the thing that I think is the best about that is that that's not a thing that will be taken for granted in the future. It will be, it will be immediately in the moment, but upon looking back, it'll be like, that was fucking adorable, and I'm really yeah. happy that I had that. You know, that's a mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the that's the best thing about that. It's very good. Yeah, that, that is. Chances are probably what that was in relation to. Um, makes a lot of sense. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, sweet. What a sweet. Ew, yeah. What a too much sense. Sentimentality and earnestness. <laughs> what a sweet place to start. I love it. Um, it's, I will. I will. I. I can only assume that we're. <laughs> It's a nice, nice, sweet place to start. But based on your uh, your estimation, that's that's the end of the sweet, perhaps. Yeah, for the moment. Um, (laughs) We dive into um, this lovely card next, which is the the seven. Hold on. Yep. The seven of swords. Um, And there's a little fox. Hey. A normal circumstances, it would be lovely to see a nice little fox. Yeah. Notice this fox is looking a little sneaky, um, a little sneaky eye right there, curled uh-huh. up and just what you what you just, gonna do to me, fox? Just what's, given what's a little, on your mind, a little eye, just hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the fox is actively sitting on a sword. Ooh, that can that be cannot be comfortable. Hey, <laughs> unless it's metaphorical. 
Hmm. Anyway, that's not whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> it's been a long quarantine. Anyway, um, so the seven of swords um, represents uh, secrecy and self-interest. Um, this is in the present position. Now, sure. there's a distinct possibility this is, well... Well, I don't know what this I don't know what this could possibly be, so we will let's dive into this. <clears throat> sure. Six of the swords hang in plain view, while the seventh is uh tucked under the sly fox's tail. So goes the story of the seven of swords. A secret is being kept. Either you're either the keeper or mm. the kept from, and it's time to identify which. Deceit and avoidance linger in the air. Face the cause of secrecy or risk ostracizing yourself. Ooh. So. Can I say, very worrisome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's why I was like, oh. Oh, remember you just said that thing about anxiety. Well, (laughs) here's something that just prompts more anxiety. I love it because either way, if a secret is being kept from me, of course, that is Mm -hmm. going to provoke anxiety. But even with the way way anxiety works, Mm -hmm. I now have to rack my brain because, of course, I have some kind of secrets. Which secret is this that is going to be so such a problem? That's, you know... That's what the next two cards I think are going to dive into, maybe, Um, given that, you know, well, part of the reason I read these cards in this order is I could just easily jump to the next, like, card in terms of, like, just um, progression, wherein it would technically be future. But Mm -hmm. I jump down to problem, um, or to the problem section feels also like a weird (laughs) thing to call that. Whatever. Anyway, um, to the problem section, because most of our problems tend to be in between the present and the future. They tend to not Mm -hmm. be in the past as much. um, Or if they are, that tends to be just a matter of depression um, and less about anxiety, which anxiety tends to just naturally, due to the nature of what anxiety is, look towards the future, whereas depression yeah. does tend to, by its nature, wallow in the past a good a good bit. I mean I this in the loving way. Yeah. I love how insightful this is. <laughs> this is the combination of psychology and <laughs> of just understanding psychology and also understanding Jungian psychology specifically. And Mm -hmm. looking at imagery. That's what he was all about. Imagery and archetypes. Um, And clearly, as human beings, we've been interested in that for fucking ever. Hence why we have (laughs) all these different representations of these cards. And honestly, as as a separate aside, one of the most fun things to do is look up just a weird term. Just whatever whatever term pops up. Like... um, think one of the things I typed at one time was Bad Girls Club and Tarot. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> somebody had basically attempted to explain tarot cards via clips from the Bad Girls Club, which I Gosh. thought was perfect. Like, that's, that's <laughs> so funny. I don't like reality TV, but mm-hmm. that is funny. Like, mm-hmm. that, is, that mm-hmm. is very good. Um, So, and also the fact that people will make like just make decks, but they will use 
like I, one of the first decks I ever owned was Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a Lord of the Rings theme deck, which I actually sure. got more recently for a dear friend of mine. Um, she is a massive fan of Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. Therefore, I figured, great birthday gift! And I was very correct. It was the best Thank birthday you. gift. Um, anyway, separate from everything. But find something you enjoy and then just... Google that, but type in tarot next to it, and you'll probably find some real fun things. Um, Anyway, just a fun little pro tip for everybody out there listening. Um, Just very choice. Like, I think there's a Steven Universe one that I actually did kind of want, despite the fact that I've never watched it. Um, Can I say, can I say, based on that reaction I just had, Mm -hmm. same, I've never watched it, but the aesthetic of a Steven Universe desk or deck is very much sending me. Absolutely. Oh, perfect. Oh. Uh, it would. I would love to get it. It would be more significant if I actually understood anything about the show. Um, I will eventually watch it. I got HBO Max and time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, also, fun thing that they're on HBO Max. I didn't realize that was gonna happen, but I guess like most of most, if not all, of Cartoon Network has just been absorbed yeah. into HBO Max. Which mm, mm-hmm. remember back when we were worried about the streaming wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now there's like five but right. there were like 12 mm-hmm. there were 12 there were five there were a million cable you know channels that now nobody has anymore it's it's all mm-hmm. it's all cyclical eventually yeah. someone will say hey what if we just had a platform that was all these streaming programs rolled into one and someone <laughs> will say you have invented comcast you have invented at&t <laughs> cable you just went back to that but now you're just actually making it all on demand which is fine and honestly a thing y'all should have done to begin with Mm -hmm. but also technically there are full websites that currently do that it is Mm -hmm. just technically illegal the way they do it but (laughs) um... (laughs) oh man i that'll probably not happen for a good long while particularly Mm -hmm. because the cw exists and i'm annoyed at the cw app constantly it's a bad app they don't have a way to avoid ads. And, but then they'll only show you the same four ads mm-hmm. over and over again, sometimes in a row. And I just... Uh. As someone who has to watch uh, very obscure television shows on a variety of apps and 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 tries my best not to pirate things, mm. um, there are a lot of just really really bad players out there. For oh, totally. Whatever you know, whatever your website, whatever your app, it's just like, can we just centralize this part? I know you all want to have your own, you know, unique elements of of things and make it. Oh well, HBO Max has this special thing, and mm. Disney Plus has. Th- it's like, can we just at least get on board with like, if if you're gonna feed me ads, can we can we have five or six to choose from? Can, yeah, can we go to that element? I don't want to see the same like, you know, uh, Scott's lawn care ad forty <laughs> times in a row. I don't have a lawn. You're gonna really wasting a lot of money here. It's like this isn't going to work. They're not going to gain anything from this. Exactly. I'm not going to shop these people. I'm, just not, I'm not going, going to, to shop them. this because it's even more annoying. Exactly. I don't. I, I'm in marketing. I understand the idea of brand identity and getting just as as wide a brush as you can. But I am also vindictive and spiteful, mm-hmm. and I am not picking up this product strictly because it was served to me thousands and thousands of times while i tried to watch 
um, the Black Donnellys or whatever the show is. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely, I completely agree. The only advertising that ever works on me is, as we are aware, because I'm wearing a giant MeUndies onesie. Um, <laughs> is podcasting advertising that works very well on me? Ooh, podcasting advertising well. worked so well. I will buy anything that i hear on a podcast right okay now cut cut that send that to everyone who has enough money to <laughs> advertise on a podcast all of the advertising. now we're rich now yes. we're gonna get there rich. we go like honestly i would do it just for free me undies like i would truly just like i <laughs> i mean i would do almost anything for that like that's really not <laughs> which also does not make a lot of sense just overall during a time period where I, where I personally am extremely single and not <laughs> anybody because Listen, of a global panorama. What? It for you. Yeah, exactly. That Well, that's what I've been doing. Hence why they're all comfort related and not like, mm-hmm. oh, this print is actually cute. No, I don't really care about right. the print at this moment. They yeah. are all cute and they are all lovely and marvel. I'm- and I want to go back and tell tell Pat like little little kid Ronnie as he's opening up presents on Christmas and and throwing aside the socks and underwear that that are just kind of like almost a gag gift that like hey listen someday you're gonna have a career and you're gonna have a passion that's based in that career and you will do that career strictly for free underwear that's gonna, that's gonna be that is gonna be the compensation and you are going to be jazzed as hell about it very true very true very correct oh my god um so like yeah back to the cards secrecy i know <laughs> it's just you real the secret but <laughs> it's like uh, yeah secrecy um things there not sure what it could possibly be not sure that there's a really a good way to fully know what that could possibly be Um, i'm I'm interested to see what the cards the cards may may point me in the right direction right well okay so this one um is the one that i held up earlier because i could not quite determine what it was because you know um a bunch of sticks uh can occasionally look like swords um Mm -hmm. yeah um (laughs) <laughs> and so this is the ten of uh, wands, and well, as you can imagine, with a chaotic-looking card like that yeah. one, what that card means is blockage, difficulty, and burdens. Ooh, yeah. So, yep, we're in the problem section. If that yeah. wasn't abundantly clear, um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the next card after this one is actually a positive card and is actually a solution card. Fun fact, this is one of the only times that has popped up <laughs> recently, which is good. Um, but it has a threatening element to it. We'll get there anyway. Sure. Um, but for the Ten of Wands, I'm going to be honest, this one <laughs> has come up a whole bunch. I'm calling this a pandemic card, just in Damn. general. Because overall... Um, we all, especially during this time period, have reached a general, like, just sort of sort of spot um, where wanting to do things, but also not quite having the energy to do them because um, overall giant, um, giant amounts of depression just in general because, well, lack of sunlight for one, and then sure. also... Um, the world um and looking outside and just seeing the world um <laughs> as a larger hole so there's that um this it 
it uh it can be difficult to get through to the parts of the things that we want to do um either because things are just in our way for whatever reason um i think a good a, another good example of this would be um <laughs> i think or well hmm i don't even know like well, we this has sort of come up already a little bit, is sort of in the introduction of describing um describing the work you do podcasting wise in general mm -hmm. and like the sort of natural want to sort of extend that to people um and get people involved in that. But naturally a blockage to that being um hard to be in a group of people more than like five people without somebody potentially dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. so it can be rough. Um, so that is, that's the kind of barrier that in theory we're like all low-key dealing with right now. Right. So, right. I, I, I mean, I certain, certainly as it, as it comes from podcasting and, and being a part of large groups, you know, a, a lot of, uh, mm -hmm. I am someone who wants to be a part of the editing process and as part of the recording process. I like to be, mm -hmm. what it comes down to is, I like large groups of people. I like being in not not massive groups of people, uh, mm -hmm. not you know in a mosh pit uh, at, a, at a concert <laughs> per se. Oh um, god! <laughs> because because that was a part of my past and is significantly not a part of my future. Uh, very intentionally <laughs> so. Um, and and so I, I like to be. I, I, the day I realized I was not an introvert, but instead an extrovert with social anxiety, was was very freeing and very opening. And, um, you know, realizing that I like to be around people, I like to be in large groups, I like to, you know, engage with multiple people, um, you know, sometimes there's a little um, conversation lubricant in, in, in yummy, yummy cocktails or beers, Ooh. but doesn't always have to be. And um, <laughs> it was before the pandemic, it was certainly a situation where I would want to do things, I would want to be out and about, go to parties, go to go to events. And, you know, the weekend would come. And if I didn't do something that was um, the expectation of what that weekend could be, <laughs> goodness gracious, that was a whole lot of depression, <sighs> uh, a whole lot of just like, well, I didn't get to do this wild party thing i mm -hmm. guess uh like what is even the point of it all uh, um and, and <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> God, the most, this is what that whole sentence is the exact reason i stopped clubbing uh very specifically <laughs> it's like <sighs> it really it really sets up a high that is hard to match um <laughs> and so and so when, when the <laughs> I just can't stop laughing at like I'm looking back at the ridiculousness of me as a human being, mm -hmm. like having expectations going to a place where having expectations is a wild thing to do when one of the things going on in said location is a lot of booze, a dark room, and drinking and yeah. and just and loud music. What mm -hmm. what the hell did I expect to happen right, during right. any of that? Anyway, sorry, mm -hmm. that's just roasting myself um no no fair super fair um <laughs> with with all that in mind when 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 the panorama started up i was i was terrified that i was going to just be in a depressed low all the time because well there goes my my large gatherings there goes my my parties there goes you know any excuse i had to get out and really uh, enjoy myself uh with with large groups but 
since the expectation is also gone, mm-hmm. uh, there goes a lot of my depression and anxiety too. Because it's just like I wake up in the morning, I say today, and this is this is not meant to sound as depressing as it is, but I wake up and I say today is going to be boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if yeah. and if and if it's not kudos but if it is boy howdy this is exactly what i predicted would happen and and uh, and and i think that i am all that to say i am definitely starting to hit the wall as many of us are where it's like hmm just because i'm meeting my very very bleak expectations does not mean i'm a happy person (laughs) does not Uh, mean that i am i'm doing fine uh it's Uh, it's it's it is beginning to uh, awaken a deep, deep craving in me for just large, large gatherings. And, and and at the same time, watching movies and TV shows where there are large gatherings and being like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Oh. Oh, why, are, why are you hugging that person? How, how could you? What, what Do you not understand? That really has started to sink in, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> The number of times where in a movie I've seen people within like this close to each other and I've been like, what you, I know you had to do this scene like 25 times Mm -hmm. over the course of a few hours. Yeah. The amount of particles in this room. (laughs) I can't look at it. The reality of the situation, I don't even think strikes me as much as I'm like, like I just watched uh, the the third to all the boys I've loved before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Lara Jean goes from Korea to her home in California to New York within the same like week span. And I'm just like, Lara Jean, don't do this. It's like, well, you're, you're everywhere. Like there's, there's no, uh, what about uh, your 14 day quarantine period, darling? Exactly, what are you doing? Exactly. You're on a bus to the airport, to the airport. A bus. Not a bus. Not a bus. There is not proper circulation on that charter bus. Mm-hmm. I don't care what movie is in the front of it. Even if it's during the middle of summer, this car is not ventilated properly. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. tell because there is a, there is an odor that appears in a bus during the middle of summer, and it mm-hmm. is specifically because the windows are not open. It is annoying. Yep. Anyway, um, I I dislike buses. I've disliked buses for the majority buses of my bad. life. Buses are bad. Yeah. Trains pretty cool. Planes, eh? Buses mm. bad. Buses mm. are bad. Trains are fucking delightful. The Truly, best. like what? Why did we ever? Well, I know that's a that's a silly question. I was say, why did we ever have cars? Uh, that's a dumb question. Like, why? <laughs> I don't really like that we shifted to planes. I know it's faster technically. I just yeah. don't like it because trains are really fun. Trains are the best, and trains could be very fast as well. But we decided to dump a bunch of money into the airline industry, and even mm-hmm. you're joking about cars needing to be a thing. They don't need to be a thing. They we really don't. <laughs> I, I, I live in a town where I have a train station to our major to to Philadelphia within like ten minutes, and not everyone has that. But boy, howdy, we could. Mm. <laughs> oh, we invested yeah. in it correctly. Like, I live an hour away from a train that'll take about two hours for me to get to New York City. And yes, it's an hour away, which is not like the most ideal. But like, <laughs> I mean, that hour drive. First of all, I love that drive. It takes me through one of my favorite little towns in mm-hmm. the world, um, which is Millerton, New York. Um, Millerton, New York is where Harney and Sons Tea is packaged. Um, mm. That's where 
yeah and that is my favorite uh just brand of tea just in mm-hmm. general i love tea just overall it's Tea's it it's good. in the literal title of my show but that's <laughs> of course a different type of tea there but right. tea just generally yeah. um mm-hmm. and like it's like it has a it has a diner that actually still has that 1950s vibe to it uh-huh. Uh-huh. it had like just a like a like a clothing store that was 1950s themed too in its design not so much in the in the clothing days the clothing was still pretty modern um and just like even its tiny little movie house because it has a fucking tiny movie house oh god i love this fucking town it's so Mm -hmm. cute it's so small oh and it's like and when i get there i'm about like 10 15 minutes away from the train so it's my last stop before I get to the train station. So that's where I have to load up on all the snacks and everything before mm-hmm. I get on the train and sit on that train for two hours because mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. I could also, in theory, have just driven to New York in, in that time period. Wow. Like, it would have actually taken me an hour less time if I'd done that. But, I but then don't... you're parking in New York and there's no snacks that you can just eat with your book with plenty of leg room. I, there, there there's no. There's nothing like a train. You're exactly. not. You're not. You're not going to turn me off of trains. Oh, absolutely not. I do wish most tra- more trains had Wi-Fi. That is the yeah the one thing. I'm, and power outlets because that like mm, really mm-hmm. actually more than anything power outlets because as soon as I get to New York City and my phone is just like <laughs> almost dead because I've been just using it for two hours <laughs> on a train. It is very, it is, it, I was thinking like, well, it's kind of almost like quaint that there's no Wi-Fi or it's, it's just like you're on a train, you're on this turn of the century, but then you do end up in New York City and the, it is very much kind of like a fuck you, like yeah. you're on your own, but like, I'm a oh, train. No. So it's like, all I need to do is get to the hotel. Oh my God. Like that's, that's my immediate thought. I'm like, uh, oh, that's been a thing I haven't had to deal with for exactly a year. Well, almost mm-hmm. exactly a year. Mm-hmm. Actually, fun oh. fact: the day I will be vaccinated is the last day that I was in New York City because that was the day that it locked itself the hell down. <laughs> um, so you, so if you if you didn't want to stay in New York for an extended amount of time, you had to get your ass out on that exact <laughs> day. Um, and well, that is my that is when I get my second shot. Is the exact hour, like exact year mark from when. Technically speaking, the whole thing really kicked off. Mm-hmm. What a here. wonderful, wonderful, terrible anniversary. Right? Uh, uh, Progress, you know? I'll we're we're, we're getting there. I'll celebrate it by getting stabbed, but it being meaningful. A meaningful yes. stab. A um, beautiful stabbing. <laughs> a meaningful and beautiful stabbing. was <laughs> how I spent several birthdays, in fact. Um <laughs> Several birthdays, actually. Anyway, that's um. <laughs> I meant that more the way that I bunch of tattoos and I get sure. a, a, okay. My okay, yeah, that's what I meant. But also, I did, I mean, was it wasn't judging? Wasn't judging? Listen, listen. Hey, um, <clears throat> fun times. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, we are all, we are all like hitting that hitting that yeah. overall wall of like, oh, it, it, it is a. It, in relation to the card it is a blockade it is it is a barrier but we can overcome barriers they are not exactly. they are not one they are not dead ends you know 
Exactly. Perfect pivot into this next one. Now, okay, this is the one that I said looks visibly alarming a little bit. Okay. If you look at it kind of closely and realize Uh that these are not metaphorical. So, or rather, the cards are overall metaphorical, but like the image on it is not meant to be metaphorical, which is this one, the Four of Swords. Yes. It's got a little lamb. It's got this poor little lamb that is just like under so many swords of Damocles up there. Yep. Just four swords just chilling above <laughs> it. Just that's the ominous part. It's like, yeah. it, honestly, it's so sinister because that little lamb is literally the most adorable looking thing that I've ever seen. There's just all this, <laughs> all these terrible things just looking. <laughs> poised for murder and i'm like i yes. hate that so much it, it, and the lamb is looking at you almost like hey what's wrong hey hey you, you look you look disturbed what's going on there Any, anything fine, you right? want to share anything you want to share with me bad <laughs> oh nothing bad God. right everything's okay isn't it <laughs> oh, it's okay no. um oh no um and this card represents stillness and mental power um, which is why I was like, this is more of a solution card than anything else, sure. because it's a card that posits the solution to mm-hmm. what, um, to what the pre, well, it's a solution card because it posits the solution. Duh. That's a stupid sentence, whatever. <laughs> um, but like it posits a, a course of action that one can take to rectifying sure. the other situation. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's what I meant to say. Instead of using the word to describe the word anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. This tends to hang over me. I had one line in a script that I wrote where the delivery of the line was supposed to be different than what it was, but ultimately the sentence was still, the water was wet? Um, Which, (laughs) it in fairness, it was the middle of summer and it was several hours after the water was supposed to be there. So like it should have been like slightly sure. dry, but it was still sure. very wet. That was the point that was supposed <laughs> to come through in the script. And it didn't because it was just because the line was just the water is wet. Um, anyway, so I'm like, oh, I do need to be better at describing things anyway. Um, but <clears throat> with this card, these threatening swords loom above it. but. The lamb is still sitting in stillness mm. um, and sitting there without fear and very happy. It, it, in theory, the way it looks to us viewing the thing is it does a little bit look like this. <laughs> like this lamb is just trying to avoid the inevitable, but it's not fully. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, this is also a good thing, like a good sort of general nod to anxiety as well mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. those swords looming above our head if that isn't a metaphor for anxiety in general don't really know what else is but like sure. the just sitting with it and finding the finding the power within yourself to just sort of cope with whatever these pressures are it's Goodness. a it's a Gracious. difficult thing but it's difficult but also just like yes of course like just sit mm-hmm. in it and and know your truth like, exactly it specifically recommends seeking meditation and finding literature that focuses on ways to quiet the mind um oh, oh. it is it is advertising to us at this particular moment to uh 
to, you know, update our com subscription and (laughs) (laughs) try to find and also check out this thing on Audible. (laughs) (laughs) None of these things. Um, And do so well in MeUndies. There we go. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of annoyed that this card has, has come to me through, gone the long route of coming to me through you instead of literally just calling me directly and, and tearing my whole shit up because it is, it is that level of just like, Hey Ronnie, Hey Ronnie, this is, this is, this is a thing you need to work on in meditate, your life. Friend. Just meditate, um, it'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I so 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 to 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 you know this is the solution we'll, we can talk about the problem for a little bit mm-hmm. sure. um something that i have i it's it is by no means a secret uh to to the wider world but um i fairly recently in my life realized that i was queer um mm. you know i am i am married to a, a, a cis woman i um i for the longest time identified as as heterosexual Um, but I am very much bisexual and it is, uh, beautiful to be able to say that out loud on a podcast, because while I have mentioned it, uh, in passing on ending pending and other shows, this is uh, the first time that I've said it out loud. Um, and of course there are friends who are very aware and, and I am, I love them dearly. Uh, but there are people in my personal life who, uh, don't know. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm at that point where it's like, do I need to have a big coming out party with every single person I know? I certainly do not. You, you are not <laughs> owed that. And I don't need mm-hmm. to expend my emotional energy. But there are some people where, you know, I, I want to I want them to be aware, A, because I um, want to just be able to live my truth and share that with people. But mm-hmm. also B, as I talked about with my daughter, I want her to grow up in a world where, you know, daddy is queer. And mm-hmm. that is daddies can be queer and mommies can be queer and, and little little girls can be queer. And 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 I, you know, if if all the time I'm going around and she's saying, oh, daddy's by and I'm saying Shh, not here. Okay. What, is, what what kind of a message does that send? Um, <clears throat> and and so I'm working on being a lot more open with that and, and especially with some friends who, uh, you know, maybe metaphorical swords hanging over my head may mm. may may. may <laughs> Uh, be uh, not not the closest friends after this is revealed. Ah, um, uh, yes. <laughs> and 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 trying to figure that out. And uh, and, and but but there is a stillness in. Yeah, they're still going to be there, and they're still going to be uh, people who I don't feel safe around, mm-hmm. um, or safe sharing things with. But I am me, and and this is my truth, and this is my whole self, and if. And if people can't love my whole self or, or accept my whole self, then they don't need to really be on my little lamb brain. They don't need to, they don't need to be causing me distress because I can be nice and nice and calm down here underneath of their, uh, their swords that I don't frankly need to be worried about. Yeah. That all checks out. <laughs> that all checks out. The only thing that I thought of just now was, I mean, the only reason to have a large, a large coming out event is simply if you wanted a party. But exactly. that is, <laughs> that's, I mean, if you want to throw yourself a party, go right ahead. You've got, an, you've got an excuse for a party right there. That right. sounds lovely. Right. But otherwise, no, 
<laughs> it's not yeah but you're right that is a it it does send a send oh it does send that good message that good message to to your daughter and that makes me mm-hmm. very happy mm-hmm. to hear and I, and if, oh. you know I, I with with so many things i mean i some of some of these friends are friends who are you know fairly conservative i will say very conservative and 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 a part of uh, groups of people that i used to be a part of in terms of churches and christianity and and you know the other secret of being like hey i don't identify with that label anymore remotely um and that being a hard thing for people to swallow but it's also it's also this level of you know i i've been able to make a lot of strides for me on behalf of my daughter on behalf of saying Hmm, mm-hmm. The church is a really toxic place for a woman to be. Um, and I've known that and I've tried to to get myself around that. Uh, not going to put my daughter through that, though. I'm there not good. I'm not good. And, and, you know, as much as I want to say, like, I, I want to do things for me, I want to do things for me and my family and and show my daughter that I can do things for me. And that's acceptable. And mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I I, I I guess I'm trying to stem off people saying that I'm using my daughter as a scapegoat for <laughs> for my latent anxieties, but I'm doing it I'm doing it for me first and letting her see that that is okay and doing things for yourself and taking care of yourself and doing away with institutions and traditions that are harmful is uh very good and a thing that you should do. Absolutely. One of the biggest um one of the biggest reasons why I, I spent a bit of time as a teacher, um, and one of the things that I that I that sort of motivated me to do that in the first place was wanting to ensure that, like, well, <clears throat> sort of very specifically, there's a thing I would do while teaching, and I would do it in the very first lesson, which is um, I'm the specialist who's coming in to teach all of these little kids about like leadership and resilience and diversity and a bunch of other things. Um, no, <laughs> more a young looking person that helps a lot, just immediately <laughs> helps a lot for like all for relating to these little kids, but um, very specifically telling them y'all are already some of the most amazing people on this planet. No one tells you this, but you are already great. You're already doing wonderful. I am simply here to amplify the level of awesome that you already have. Um, mm. That is a thing, literally, <laughs> getting a teacher to say that in the 90s, impossible. Oh Not possible. Nobody would have ever done it. So I figure I can at least make their lives a little bit better now um, in a way that they weren't back then. Um and having that sort of motivation externalized from yourself does make it a lot easier to do it and to sort of make those like de- make those sort of determinations like I know now it's now it's necessary. Now it's mm-hmm. extremely necessary. Whereas like we as individual people can also just sort of we can sort of take it and we can sort of survive. You know what I mean? Like we're <laughs> human beings in general are very good at just surviving. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. You wouldn't be able to tell from the past year, but I mean, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> which is surviving in terms of just like doing what it takes to survive. Because of course yeah. we can't just do what we need to do to make sure the people around us survive. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I have the hardest time remembering to feed myself, and yet, mm-hmm. I, because I'm responsible for feeding my sister, 
I can always remember to do that. I cannot remember to feed myself as a regular mm-hmm. human being. Hence why I'm just in here at like noon with a smoothie. Like mm-hmm. that's an like that's a good meal substitute. No, that's not. But like <laughs> I, okay, sure. It's a good substitute for the fruits and vegetables I'm absolutely not going to have today. Um so that's good. But like I don't know. Like having that be um yeah, having that be a thing. Though, I've made this point before and I will make it again, which is, <clears throat> I think human beings are poorly designed. I think we are a poorly designed being on this on this earth. I think there are several things that, honestly, I don't, I don't know why we still have these. And if evolution for us has basically halted, I hate that. I, I want that. I, there are things we need. <laughs> we need to sort of change a little bit to be. This, a can, this better. cannot be the final form. This 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 is I, we, this is God this is the easily easily beatable like mid form, and then eventually <laughs> we take on our final boss form which will be stronger and and able to deal with these uh minor minor issues. Exactly. Like okay, this is a this will be an interesting one to say to a parent, but like when you look at how um how like a baby giraffe is born and just in like 10 minutes is standing and just galloping mm-hmm. across the plains. Mm-hmm. First of all, fucking adorable. Beautiful right. little images of that just generally. <laughs> um but secondly, like <laughs> very free like we can't even hold our head up for like a smooth like six months mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what like that's yeah. again design flaw thing like sure it's because like, i've had people explain this to me it's because we have not had our own like natural predators for a good long while sure. um that's why a line that bothered the hell out of me from Wonder Woman 1984 is when Cheetah called, uh, like, was like, I would like to be an apex predator. I'm like, you are already a human being, therefore you are an apex predator. You are or the you apex could be, predator. Or you, or you could have just been transformed into an orca. You really gotta be specific with this wish. <laughs> um, which I would have, oh god, I would have loved that scene. That would have been so funny. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> that whole last scene, instead of her just looking like a reject from cats she's just <laughs> which is saying so much which is <laughs> so, sorry you do not make the cut wig. <laughs> they spent all that money on that cgi and they put it in almost mm-hmm. no lighting mm-hmm. what the fuck was that like what i mm. Mm, <laughs> I won't mm. can't go down that track. We'll go off on a tangent for like an hour and a half about why that movie is so bad. Mm. Um and why it should have only been about an hour, but that's again why I don't know. Script writing's important. You can't leave mm-hmm. it to the same three people who are then gonna direct the thing. Just doesn't right. work out. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe hand it to people who are good at writing scripts first. That's <laughs> probably a good plan. Wild who would have thought? Wild um also, uh, just because somebody wrote one good script does not mean they can write several right, M. Night Shyamalan. Right, Thank you. Right, um, yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> hot takes. Hot takes uh, hour. Woo. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but but to, to come back, yes, I as a parent, I fully agree. Mm-hmm. It is it is ridiculous that yeah. we are so just incapable. Um, and, and, like, I think about, like, what 
evolution means and it's like we were we really the ones who made it through because we have mm-hmm. i guess opposable thumbs and i guess intelligence <laughs> but like what have we done with that intelligence like what right? what, what have we <laughs> at, the, at the peak of our evolution where we've been able to uh have this immense amount of of wisdom and 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 history what have we done with it because we've destroyed a planet exactly <laughs> it's just <laughs> It, maybe the giraffes should have been the apex. Maybe they should have been. They, they, they got long necks. They got, you know, could reach the trees, can reach down low. They got the little babies that are walking around. Like, maybe, maybe they should have it. Maybe they should have this planet. There's a also damn sight the there. That, like, we evolved things to trick ourselves. That's a thing we evolved to have. Mm-hmm. We, invo- we, we evolved to, like, have a chemical go off in our brain where if something has really large eyes we find it so endearing that's the <laughs> thing we evolved into our into us as human beings mm-hmm. we see a tiny tiny thing with large eyes and our immediate brain responses protect this thing at all costs right. Right. I, I've only known this thing for three minutes, but I will die <laughs> for this thing. I will kill everybody in this room for this thing. Right. Um, right. <laughs> Which I think speaks more to the evolution of uh, small puppies and, <laughs> and, and kitty cats than anything else. It seems like they were like, ooh, let's get these big eyes so these humans, these apex predators are nice to us. <laughs> it's like, so they um, and, us and feed right, us. Right. <laughs> and us humans are just like, Eyes be good, like it's, it speaks nothing to I our like evolution. This. We'll we'll all just adapt to the humans who aren't going to change worth a shit. Is what it comes down. It's so funny. Oh my god! It's eventually, so funny. eventually it the accident. grift will come. Will will we'll go full circle, and all the animals will just say like, "Ooh, let's uh, let's let's turn the tables." You, we, turn you have, we've been playing you for so long. Oh god, that will eventually happen. That'll mm-hmm. just—it's the natural conclusion to this whole thing. It's the circle of life. <laughs> speaking of natural conclusions, um, we have the final card of the main of the main set of cards. There are two sure. more cards technically, but the final of the main set, the future card, is the moon. Ooh, yes, I. This card is just so pretty. Just the trees so and the oh moon up at the top and just the... Anyway, love this one. Mm-hmm. Also, all these cards are, like, very, very gay, and I just deeply appreciate it. Like, just in the color choices and the... There's a rainbow that goes all the way around this card. It's real tough to see, but it's, like, the outline of this card all around the edge is just a rainbow. Um, anyway, love that about this deck. Now... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> This is in the future position, and it refers to uh, vivid dreams and fears. Oh. Yes. So, um, (laughs) it sort of represents these sort of, um, they call it in this lovely, uh, in this lovely booklet, the shadow realm. That does not sound like a fun time to me personally. (laughs) Like, just, that's not. I don't know that that it means what they think that means. Um, I would say the ethereal realm where dreams, fears, and mysteries are born. Hmm. Yes, there can be shadows and darkness there, absolutely. 
Um, and if we linger there too long and aren't careful, that can lead to, hmm, it can lead to periods of anxiety and self-doubt. Anyway, there's been a theme. There's been a theme throughout this whole thing. And I forgot that the specific words anxiety and self-doubt were on one of these cards. I forgot that was the case. Anyway, um, almost as though you've lost your way in a house of mirrors. As many great art, well, sorry, many great artists have roamed this inner landscape. It's where imagination and creativity drift freely upon the midnight air. Mm. Some of this is straight up just poetry, and I love it. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. So this is the realm of creativity and magic and dreams and fear. Um, so anticipate I mean, the, some time in there. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun. It, it is. I mean, it is so. You you say poetic, but it is so like the mm-hmm. fact that the truth that all of those things occupy the same space mm-hmm. of that, 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 that place you can go where you can be creative. You can be dream of the future and, and good things to come, but it is also where all of the, the, you know, the, the fear of failure and the, <laughs> the, the doubt of, of who I am and, and what I can accomplish and, and just anxiety of the scariest things of life of, of losing and, and, and alone. And, and that, that is, it's all there. And that is, yeah. that is the place that I pack up my sack lunch and go every day. We go and we sit here and we stare at the, at the I was going to say at the sunset, I, but I, feel like the moon set feels appropriate here but also mm-hmm. nobody sits and watches the moon setting that's a weird <laughs> thing to do um typically because the moon is setting that means the sun is rising so we look over in that direction Let's oh that we would only be the, the the person looking the opposite way when everyone's watching the sunrise of us just mm-hmm. bidding bidding adieu to look our that to our fair moon look at that creative person over there staring at the uh. moon as it disappears over the or whatever the hell horizon that and, is. And, so, and, and society will look at that person and be like, they're looking the wrong way. And I say, nah. They're looking at the darkness of humanity. I don't mm-hmm. know. Now I'm just saying things. <laughs> um, but like that. Um, <laughs> but no, I think you're yeah, right. Like that is the that is the place as creative people that we occupy a good chunk mm-hmm. of the time. And it is often why our lives are difficult um Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's often why our emotional lives are 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 difficult but also fulfilling it it doesn't follow you know to to go back to talking about expectations it doesn't follow the 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 norm and the the equation that like a logical life offers you of just you know knowing what to expect And, and i do this thing and i get this outcome and there's no fear of of things going awry because it's the same thing I do every day, day in, day out. And when you mm-hmm. embrace the creative, when you embrace the what if, of course there's going to be, well, what if things go to shit? Mm-hmm. That's, that's bad and that's scary, but you know, it, it's, it's the risk you take, you know, the risk that I, <laughs> a, a brave artist takes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've, I've been lately for, I, Lately, I've been, well, making an audio drama. I've been getting that ready. Very mm-hmm. excited about it. But um, 
about like a year and a half ago, I had this like massive breakdown of my career in audio fiction that just sort of ruined everything. It brought everything to a screaming halt and um, was utterly terrifying. And I got fired from a bunch of things and it was not great. Won't go into it. It's a whole thing. But um, basically, ever since then, I... I had to first like sort of claw my way back into being able to write again. Thing number one, Mm -hmm. claw my way back into being able to act again. That didn't really stop. I'm going to be honest. Like that was Mm -hmm. fine. I was acting regardless, but, um, but like then going back into producing a thing Mm -hmm. and putting it out in the world, that's the phase I'm in now. And every step of the way it's been encountering these fears and finding creative ways around them in some way. And that's another good thing about that realm of um that realm of creativity. Um overall, the creative realm, I will call it just the overall arching creative realm. Mm-hmm. Because within that realm also lies the answers to solving the problems that exist within that realm. Absolutely. Um, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. But also can be difficult to like right. push our way through. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You have to embrace that. I mean, this this is almost far too poetic, but you have to embrace that darkness before you can find like the light and realize that, like, you know, much like we were. I don't know if it was before the call or while we were here, like discussing mm-hmm. earlier, just like that. You know, it's not always black and white. Sometimes that that darkness is like mm-hmm. what the solution, just because you think it may be the the thing that is. You know, I, I was just talking with my sister. My my daughter has gotten big into Tangled, the Rapunzel movie, Aww. and it, it it showcases a villain that is like just unequivocally a bad guy. And it's like that. It's 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 refreshing sometimes to just like yeah. that is a character you can hate and you don't have to feel bad about it. For and sure. I said that is that is not how life works. That is not how it works when you have a truly problematic old person. They are not just a one dimensional person that that you get to just hate because they're mm-hmm. bad in some ways uh it's far more like another because we are again uh all under the thumb of of, of conglomerates and streaming services <laughs> yeah um it's enough, like another disney film moana where it's like there's there's no real bad people there are just people that are victims of their circumstances mm-hmm. um it's just like situations that are ahead of you it's not just we can again we can live in that logical place if we want to that is easy and it's it's it, it very equation based but like mm-hmm. that's not that's not where we choose to be and sometimes the 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 forest is is the forest and the the clearing is the clearing but sometimes the clearing is more dangerous than the forest and 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's and boy is that just so because even when you're looking for the solution you don't find it because you're looking in the wrong ding dang place yes oh my god like mm, oof one of the things that i think a lot about about um villainy or as we as we sort of term it villainy um i think part of this just stems from my desire my long-term desire to play a villain in a thing i just i really Mm -hmm. I just want to do it. I want to play a psychotic villain that just is <laughs> not even unrepentantly bad, but just filled with so much chaos and desire for chaos that I just, uh, I just want that to happen. Like, not so much I want to play the Joker ever. I would like to play a good <laughs> can old I say though? Can I say, Quinn. though? Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, fair. Cast you in both. I mean, it's, it's, it's modern yeah, cinema. Yeah. I mean, 
I, I would say I, I don't think we could have. I think you would be an excellent Joker. Why? Uh, thank you. The, 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 <laughs> release the Snyder cut, except cut out, <laughs> cut out the Joker. Insert JV, and we are good to go. We live in a society. No, I will. <laughs> I know because. <laughs> This is why I'll probably never will play that because I will just look at that line and be like, "Girl, what?" <laughs> Expect me to look at these men and say, "We live in a society." That is more right. of my issue. With, which that's more of my personal issue with Zack Snyder than anything else. But like, right. all right, <laughs> which is which is the perfect place that you and Harley Quinn can come in and just look at the Batman and look at the Joker and be like, "Y'all are both." absolutely unrelatable <laughs> like nothing here that is real <laughs> funny enough i've never really enjoyed batman i don't <laughs> batman's <laughs> terrible batman, like, is, batman terrible. is boring as hell to me yeah. like and the joker is not so much boring actually yes actually no controversial opinion the joker's boring as hell yeah. like the joker's yeah. just boring even right. if he's unpredictable he's predictably unpredictable in a way that's just why like what yeah. i don't know there, anyway there's a reason in popular culture that like everyone who has played the joker up until jared leto probably um has just been like everyone's like it's good it's good because they are very one note and it's just you just paint that canvas with whatever you want and whether it's yeah. jack nicholson or heath ledger or or mm -hmm. you know cesar romero back in the day it's just the <laughs> actor is what comes through and if the actor is good then it's gonna be fine and jared leto is you know probably is not the best actor so that's that's why it, it's or at least or at least has not like been jared leto as joker has tried to be like i'm gonna be the joker playing joker and it's like you don't that's not that's not what that's not what i'm here for that's that's not what you have to do here <laughs> what okay so last night i i did this thing this is related to this specifically to um the joker and how people have like opted to like go into playing the joker and the various acting methods that they've opted to use while going into this role here's the thing <laughs> as i was reading through all of these different acting methods i've never taken an acting class this i think is an important piece of context for this um most of them just sounded like absolute bullshit to me. Um, <laughs> most of, like tiny elements of each of them are things that I just do in general to understand another human being. Um, and if I'm applying that directly to like, oh, I need to understand this human being because I have to in some way tell the story of this human being later. So I'm just trying to get the information so I have it. Um, so I can just, you know, show people what this is. Um, but the one that felt the most bullshit to me was method acting. And I just, it just, it wasn't, I, I could not, I couldn't wrap my head around it because it just didn't add up. Like, I don't really know how, like, assuming I am the Joker while I walk into a grocery store is going to help anybody. Like, it just isn't going to help. All that's going to lead to is for some reason, like, people are, like, something's going to get robbed. And I don't, like, that just feels bad to me. And I don't know why that needs to happen. Right. Um, <laughs> But, like, I don't know. That's... That's my opinion, everybody. If that's the yeah. kind of acting you like to do, go right ahead. But also, yeah. don't or maybe be a don't dick about because it. I think it's actually harmful to you and other yeah. people around you. But but you know, do, do chase your bliss, I suppose. Um, <laughs> um, 
the, the thing that is wild to me is that people like have this idea of method acting mm-hmm. and the character that is maybe not most asso- well yes because it's been there have been so many iterations mm-hmm. the character that is most associated with method acting is the joker and it's like so you're taking this very very intense strategy to play a comic book clown who robs banks and comes out with giant bags with dollar signs. That's, that's how you, what you are deciding. <laughs> this is the character that needs to be elevated with the strategy of Beth. It's like, you're, it's a clown. It's a, cl- if you want to, if you want to play like super method, like scary mm-hmm. clown, not, not to like bring, put it too far in your backyard, but Pennywise is right there. Go, oh go yeah. Pennywise thing. God, Who decided I, that the Joker had to also be Pennywise? <laughs> Separate aside, anytime I get to Pennywise, my friends, I love it. I, I, oh God. Like, num- most of those scenes we prepared for, like, weeks in advance, just, but the only thing I would tell them is, no, don't worry, just tell me where the like the weird little boundaries are as far as conversation <laughs> and weird little insults are concerned and um we'll just go for a little ride and we'll see where it goes it's just letting that weird little psychotic part of my brain just out and I'm like what the fuck just that and oh, always God. going back and listening back to it, like i blacked out during this i don't mm-hmm. remember saying mm-hmm. a single word of this but all right here we go um and that, yeah always fun always lovely um it's it's yeah it's just it's it i don't know how we got here but to put a button on yeah, right. <laughs> stop stop taking your silly crown <laughs> clown prince of cl- crime mm-hmm. so seriously and it's uh maybe needed. just maybe make maybe make batman black like, like I've, mm. i have just i have just <laughs> solved the the dc universe for honestly you. i've made it amazingly more interesting because here's the thing batman works better if he's black that is just a fundamental truth i have gone on this argument so many times but really and actually mm, and actually fun thing the cw did the cw seemed to have been paying attention and just opted to make batwoman a black woman perfect she makes so much more sense and is so much more interesting when she is a black woman my god like i mean yes did i watch the entirety of the rest of the show absolutely this is the only season so far where i've given a damn about batwoman herself i Mm -hmm. did not give a shit about kate kane i really didn't how was i supposed to other than the fact like other than i genuinely just enjoy lesbians in general like i like i like having lesbians around they make me happy so therefore i like watching them on screen wonderful that's that's about as far as that went all of her problems seemed very surface level and very much like, I don't know, they tried to make her being gay like a giant problem in a way that just did not feel like this was 2020. Um, <laughs> like, we're, what? Like, I mean, yes, yeah, some of these are like things that happened in the past. Therefore, that's why, like, yeah, and what, back when things were a little bit harder. But, <clears throat> like, if at the end of the day you had a very, very supportive family, which she did, then what Then what the mm-hmm. fuck was all this about? Like, if mm-hmm. at least one of your family is a homophobe, then I understand <laughs> why this whole story is a little bit more impactful. Not a 
damn one of them was a homophobe. So I'm like, I don't understand what your problem is. What gave these things is that the DC universe needs more homophobes. <laughs> no, just make being gay not a problem and uh, just yes. move on with your damn story. Like, yes. yes, have have yes, have your black fat woman still be a lesbian and have nobody question it ever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, like what they did yesterday, of just having having a genderqueer character just exist just exist just exist and only only like never actually just out and out saying that this person is genderqueer first of all because they would they would have then made it a thing and the dc didn't really need to do that but having batwoman do one very simple thing which is double checking what the pronouns of this person is that is directly in front of them and to have that person say he, they, they'll go with the flow. And I'm like, I love it. Thank you. And just moving the fuck on from that. Uh-huh. Just having that lovely, lovely little moment, but not putting too fine a point on it, but still mm-hmm. making sure we all saw it and we all heard how natural it mm-hmm. sounded. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Also had a Broadway actor in that role. Felt good about it. Anyway. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, just so good. Anyway. Yes. So uh, all, the Bat family should be 90% black and it just it yeah. just for it to make a lot more sense. And also for the aspect of him basically adopting, uh, affectionately saying this, adopting strays um, as he tends to do, um, mm-hmm. makes more sense if it is actually somebody, some other people from a marginalized community that he is bringing in to like help them in some way. Makes a lot more sense just overall. Anyway, millions, <laughs> millions of reasons why it makes more sense and. <laughs> Make which makes it even more stunning that his ne- not crossed the mind, yeah, of uh, of somebody in a in a seat of power in any yeah. media organization. I mean, they've done like I don't know. They've made members of the black of the, of yep. the black family, geez, of the bat family black. They've done they've done that. Like there's mm-hmm. Batwing. There's literally yep. there's speaking of Batwoman. There's literally Luke uh, from that show. He's right there. He he mm-hmm. will eventually. Oh God, when he dons the cowl, I'm going to lose my mind. I can't wait for that to happen. That's going to be so good. And I know everybody is waiting for it. It's going to be great. And therein we will have a not quite Batman because I don't think he ever becomes Batman. He becomes Batwing specifically, mm-hmm. which sure. And also that means he can fly, which is a thing Batman can't do. So anyway, um, <laughs> and also he's smarter than Batman, but we'll leave that alone. Um, anyway, I yeah, superheroes are fun um, and acting is fun. And that place that we go, that place that we go to mm-hmm. get into all of that being the realm of the moon um, mm-hmm. makes sense. Also, Sailor Moon is fun. Anyway, moving on from this card. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor Moon is fun. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything. Um, <laughs> so your last card, this is from, technically speaking, a separate deck. And how you can tell, the back of the card is different. It's got like fun little snakeskin on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But this card is the moth. <gasps> Ooh. Moth. I'm not aware. Yes, it is not... green and yellow a little bit, but mostly green. Uh-huh. Um. And it's taken flight a little bit. However, the meaning of this card is a little. The first word of this is mildly insulting. Um, I apologize, sure. but also just 
But actually, you know what? I will say, in this case, you can turn it into something that is not insulting. Alright, here we go. This card represents the overall energy that you're going to take into the future. Now, <clears throat> this, uh, it also sort of doesn't jibe with the, uh, doesn't jibe with the this card a little bit, mm -hmm. which this one is, you know, sitting and uh, sort of taking taking stock of things and, you know, finding that strength. This one is impulsivity. Um, <laughs> impulsivity, mm -hmm. hasty action, being wishful. Um, I'll read this, this as it is written. So... The moth is sure the grass is... Oh, sorry, okay. The moth is sure the grass is greener on the other side. Moth energy is at play. When we're attracted to easy solutions or anything shiny and new, this can lead to unfinished projects, disappointment, and or burnout. It's helpful to remind moth personalities that life is complex. No matter the illusion... No one is exempt from the trials and tribulations of this great journey. Practice seeing life as an infinite mystery rather than wishing it were easier or different. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, there, there's a little section underneath this, which is, mm -hmm. when in balance, you will be enthusiastic and whimsical. When this energy is out of balance, it will be, well, It'll idealize others and be a little bit jittery. And how to bring it back into balance is to finish a damn project. That's it. Mm -hmm. Again, <laughs> um, call me out directly next time, Tara. Hey! Say my name. See? Um, now, I personally understand this one a lot, too. I suck at finishing things just in general. Uh, that is a thing I consistently am bad at doing. But... Um, I think another way of like making it easier to say, for example, finish a project so that we can, again, bring something like this into balance. Sometimes that does also mean starting something that is new and making sure you have a set thing that it needs to do. Um, yeah. Just an overall, that's a fun tip for everybody. Sometimes mm -hmm. if you need to bring that into balance and you need to finish something, set a small goal and accomplish that goal. And congratulations, you have finished a project at that point. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I am. I resonate a lot with the the grass is greener idea. The mm -hmm. like, if only. I, I mean, as as somebody who you know was raised Catholic, uh, got into a Protestant church, realized I was queer, realized <laughs> that uh, I didn't want to do much to do with any of that stuff. Like, it's it is very much like gosh, if I could just be just single-minded, if I could just like fully identify with one like very stereotypical like angle of my personality, uh, it would be so easy. It mm. would be so comforting. It would be so comforting if I lacked critical thinking skills. <laughs> I have oh, had that could... thought so many times in this last week. If I could uh -huh. just be, if I could be less bothered by oppression, I would be mm. so happy. But mm -hmm. well, brains. We are we are thinking, folks. We are we are people that occupy that that dark space in the in the creative lands. <laughs> yes. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, and 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 even looking at um, you know, people's 
personalities and people's groups of friends. You know, one of the things I've been trying to do is is find groups of people to to engage with more because I have, you know, as I said, both I, I, I am seeking that because of the panorama and I've been seeking it because those groups that I have engaged with are are swords kind of hanging over my head that I'm not so sure of. They're they're mm-hmm. they're a question mark there. And so, you know, it, it is easy to look at people outside of my sphere and say, ah, oh, that's that's a group that I I want to strive, I want to struggle and and really like change myself, manipulate myself so that I could fit into that mm-hmm. that circle. And it and and it is so like it is so easy to take for granted what you have in front of you and what you have here when things seem to be, especially with social media, when things seem to be so like rosy and, 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 and uh, the, the vibrance and saturation is turned up so high in someone else's little, uh, little circle of the world. And mm-hmm. um, it, it is, I, I, I definitely, <laughs> you, you say that, you know, Oh, you could turn this into a positive, but I definitely identify with that impulsivity and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and turning that into like, I, 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 uh, you have been uh, so, so kind to me in this in recent days uh, on Twitter uh, where I'm posting um, what I am referring to as my thoughty selfies. Um, <laughs> because, <laughs> because <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes, it is. Indeed. Um, <laughs> it is, it is the, the, it, you can find them at Ron of the Mill on Twitter. You will find they are extremely mild. <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it is a step in that direction for me of saying, you know, in, in, in years past when I've been like, oh, this is this is just for me. This is too risque. And it's like, you know what? No, I'm just I'm just doing it. I'm just putting it forward and putting it out there, um, using that impulsivity to try to fight against the the fear of, of not finishing a project or not. You know, maybe I'm not putting out this this audio drama that I'm working on, but I could I could spend uh, 20 minutes in front of the mirror to get the perfect little smirk and post that up there and there you go. done and done that is a finished project I'm calling it. There you go. It's a tiny bit of serotonin um, release. It's all about mm-hmm. hacking the brain a little bit. Oh my goodness. Hacking the brain give, with that give, serotonin. Yes. Give me your affirmation. It is the only reason I am here. Um <laughs> Oh God, I identified that a little too hard. Um, <laughs> whew, um, the amount of photos yeah, I, I have just saved up, just waiting, mm, just waiting mm, for the day that I'm a little too sad. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> there is, there is so much, so much where I'm just, I'm, I, I identify so much with the impulsivity and wanting to to take that step forward, but also like at the same time, not wanting to like wish the time away until I can finish a thing and, and wish the time away till I can, you know, I, I've been trying to find the perfect moment to like start making TikToks. Um, <laughs> There's no waiting. good moment to start. There's no you good just got to dive in. <laughs> as I, I'm either waiting until I look cute enough, waiting until I am high functioning enough, waiting until I am not, uh, the primary person uh, taking care of a toddler. And like those three things are never going to exist at the same time. So just, yep. you just got to do it. <laughs> you got you to gotta be impulsive. You got to take the stab. Um, and, and, and that is, it is, is this, you know, it, it is with my, with my depression, with my anxiety, this highs and lows, these extremes of just like, I'm either doing all the things at the drop of a hat and not even thinking about them and then reaping the consequences later 
which is usually anxiety of being like, oh, I hope everyone doesn't hate me because I did drop this hat all of a sudden. <laughs> um, or just like pouring over the details of a thing until it, it just never materializes. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. I, oh. Oh, the number of projects that I have started mm -hmm. and never finished. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Even technically, like, the biggest project that I did actually finish, or at least am forced to say that I finished because I cannot return to it. That feels that feels like dramatic, but no, that whatever. is that is valid. Audio fiction. It's a wild, mm -hmm. it's a wild space. But basically, the thing that I was working on, technically where it ended was not supposed to be the ending. There was a whole additional season that I had written and was planned for after that. At the very least, I did finish the writing portion of it, did not finish the acting and editing portion. And you know mm -hmm. what? Perfectly fine. Honestly, perfectly fine, because I accidentally wrote a perfect ending for it out of nowhere. Just wrote a gosh darn perfect ending right there mm. and then got high key canceled. Um, and then mm. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally canceled, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm back and fine. But like that was, I don't know, having to actually there's it's fun. There's another card in this deck, a card that you probably have heard of before. It is the tower. Now, mm -hmm. the tower, I believe, came up in the last episode, dear listeners, um, and I mentioned this there, but the tower card represents a sudden and dramatic shift that happens. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the joys of having something suddenly shift like that is if the place you are at is not necessarily the most happy one, when that tower gets struck by lightning and the whole thing comes down... It's honestly not so bad if you were kind of hating where you were to begin with. Yes, it sucks that you got to rebuild something, but you will be able to rebuild a better thing, which is mm -hmm. good. And that that's a good thing. You won't stagnate. Stagnation mm -hmm. is not good. So right. sometimes okay. that need for the need for big change is very good and very useful. And, to, and, and that need to go in a different direction, you know, you having like a whole different season written up just resonates so hard. Like, mm -hmm. I have such a hard time, like my therapist has like had me start to journal, which is always something that I've like struggled with, because it's like, if I'm writing a thing, it's for public viewing, it is for affirmation, it is I'm uh, doing yes. this thing for <laughs> others, not for me. <laughs> and to like, have a piece of media that is like, it exists and it is just for me it's a good thing even if it is so far from what its intent was and so far from what i want it to do mm. like if it's just a thing that exists with my characters in my world in my head for me like that's still valuable and that still you know has a lot of weight and just because it's not going to make people say, hey, good job, you're a good writer and make me flutter for 15 seconds. then <laughs> Or or uh -huh. if we're being honest, the rest of my life, which will like, you know, make me think I'm a good writer based on what my third grade teacher said, um, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> call me out, Jesus. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all, all that to say, I, I'm trying to be better about, you know, this is a thing. 
for me. And it's, and of course it is with being a person of extremes, finding that line of like, Hey, you're writing a lot just for you. When is, when is this thing for, <laughs> for others? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a constant push and pull, but it's, it's something that, mm. you know, with all of this, finding that middle ground, finding the, the gray area is, is, it is the, it is the point of it all. Yeah. Finding that middle ground can be oftentimes the hardest thing to do. Uh-huh. I have, uh-huh. I, as a human being, have just overall been in in the middle zone my entire life like i just i just live there um <laughs> i live in the realm of nuance honestly <laughs> it gets me into trouble periodically but realistically it's also just a good spot to be because uh, because everything i don't know also oftentimes i find the extremes tend to be just mildly too extreme on one end oh, or another yeah. and i'm like oh Oh yeah. Oh, I can't do all of that. No, I don't. Right. I don't got it. I'm sorry. But then I'm like, um, but I also don't got all of this over here. Mm-hmm. So let me just exist right here. Maybe right. possibly right. leaning more towards one side or the other. But what? <laughs> Shit. Even gender. My God. I just described mm-hmm. my. I just described the entirety mm-hmm. of my gender identity in a single <laughs> metaphor. Well. <laughs> it's, it's gender it's sexuality like it's all this stuff where it's like i look at i look at opposite sides of the gender spectrum spectrum quote unquote and opposite mm-hmm. sides of like sexuality and it's like so you are just 100 percent straight and 100 percent male huh is that is that that's not real that that's not, that's not a factual place to be like oh, except God. that there's there's it's 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 an array it's, it's 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 more than just a straight line like that that extreme does not exist so where where does that put you speaking of extreme and sexuality i need to tell you a thing that happened yesterday i'm sorry this is just i okay my my dear friend scotty um um has a has a wrestling podcast and i'm a patron to the network that that show is on therefore i got to just be in the group while the stream was happening of a wrestling match i have never once in my life watched wrestling before mm-hmm. i tuned in and had the time of my life it first of all the camera angles of wrestling are tailor designed to just make me happy like to just fill me with joy yesterday there was okay how much am i gonna reveal about myself on this podcast (laughs) a lot in fact apparently there were these two viking looking motherfuckers and here's Mm -hmm. the thing both of those just do it for me one of them Mm -hmm. was incredibly what i would just generally term stereotypically irish looking um and also viking whatever sure and the other one Looked like he could have played Aragorn. Um, mm. Just. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they're just running around in Speedos all across this stage, actively getting one very close to each other and then also just taunting each other. And at one point, giant Scottish man, giant Scottish Aragorn man, just had a sword and just stabbed it through a stage and that was just a thing he chose to do um and and the whole act was sort of the whole thing that people were trying to do is pin somebody else down which i mean (laughs) hey listen we will leave that where that is on its own (laughs) but like just i 
Oh, and also they all had drama between each and every one of them. Oh yeah. Every last one of them. And I don't even like reality TV, but I was living. Also, I was watching it with the sound off. I feel like that's also crucial for this. I have no idea what they were talking about. I don't know what the commentary was. I don't know what their beef is. Like, I had a friend, like, kind of telling me at Loki what was happening. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. they used to be friends. I'm like, ooh, bitch, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> friends to enemies and enemies to lovers. Honestly, I, ooh, I wish. Um, I went and it a little bit seemed like it was going that way mm-hmm. until a goddamn Fabio looking <laughs> purple Fabio looking motherfucker sort of showed up. I didn't like him at all. From the minute I saw this man, I kept going. You get out of here. You are ruining my fantasy. The tiny Fabio looking motherfucker. It's the only thing I could call. He has a name and it was right there on the screen. And I just kept going. No. Tiny purple Fabio man, the real small one. He was also very short by comparison to everybody else in that ring. Truly also, there's that aspect of everybody in that ring absolutely looked like they could murder me in about three seconds, which is, I did not realize a thing I was super into um, until yesterday. Hey, Mm -hmm. but also there were women fighting too. And I just was sitting there like, this is doing a thing for me as well that I was not prepared for. Um, I think this is maybe the moment wherein I'm announcing on my podcast that I might be bisexual and I was not aware of this until (laughs) yesterday. Anyway, that's fine. All I'm saying is wrestling's fun and I'm going to keep watching it on silent with no context. Fuck all context. (laughs) No context. I don't need to know who these people are. It does not matter. I just want to watch them slowly beat the shit out of each other in a way that is very stylized and staged and only some of these things are actually hitting in a way that I am looking at it like no you can't do that without pain actually there's no way that could happen like I don't know when he throws somebody into an actual wall there is no way you can avoid the pain of being thrown into a wall yes. like that. Just there's not a, there's no mm-hmm. stage combat you can do to like figure that part out. I right. Ooh, I it is it is the perfect intersection of reality TV, live theater, athleticism. Yeah. It is it is mm-hmm. it is something that is a part of my uh, osmosis kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've absorbed some through some family and, and and interest in that. My grandmother is actually a huge wrestling fan. Oh, really? Um, huh. Yeah, I I I I I I'm not gonna you know uh, have this conversation with my grandmother, but I think what we're talking about in the reasons that we enjoy this it certainly <laughs> resonates. Hell uh, yeah, with, with, with Grandma Palmieri. Um Honestly, probably. Uh, Shout out, I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> shout, shout out, to grandma! Shout out to grandma, pro wrestling fan. <laughs> Let's be honest. If if y'all aren't here also for the drama and also <laughs> and also for these <laughs> for these outfits, all of these which were fucking fabulous. These buff muscles these uh, oiled oiled like uh, uh, complexions it's, it's... <laughs> the one dude was painted to look like a mime and i was so confused like mm. and i kept calling him this mom looking motherfucker here throughout the whole time again name 
present and available right on screen. It, that it, mom looking motherfucker. I'll, I'll go. I will go a place here that is that is maybe some place I don't want to go, but it but it, it, it it harkens to like almost the point of like when you stumble into not that I do, but when you stumble into like a weird uh, subreddit or something that is vaguely pornographic or vaguely uh, yes. like kink related, and it's like. <laughs> This is something for someone, and I love that. Where it's the same, where it's like somebody is is just obsessed with this wrestling mime, and and that is so great for them, and I support it a hundred percent. And some, and and I and I think wrestling is the place where those two <laughs> crossover. My issue with him ninety percent of the time was the outfit he was wearing looked like something I would have worn in two thousand four. Um. <laughs> Which I was like, wait, why is he like, why is this man out here in trip pants and, and like a long and a long sleeve black shirt? Like, what is happening? Like, skin tight, long sleeve black, like almost latex looking shirt. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. and a white like giant belt y'all you know the kind of belt i'm talking about um this dude had a look that was very identifiable from um my emo phase and i was very Mm -hmm. like i think i was immediately against him because of that um just (laughs) immediately it was like uh uh-uh no but also he put out all that face paint and all of it was gone by the end like why why would you waste your time like Mm -hmm. just don't why was it to intimidate these people one of whom straight up again looks like a viking who might eat people i do not think he gives a rat's ass that you got face paint on in Mm -hmm. fact honestly and also weirdly face paint dude was like down for the count most of the fight like oh i'm sure most of the time (laughs) like his ass was just laid out on the ground like nope I can't do this. I can't compete mm-hmm. anymore. It was so funny <laughs> to take to again bring it full circle. Mm-hmm. You know the faint face fa- face paint guy, probably method, probably a method. Oh my God. <laughs> that, was, that was his audition to play the Joker, <laughs> and he ended up wrestling. <laughs> absolutely the most delightful thing (laughs) oh my god oh Oh, also if anybody would like to hear it as an aside i am just going to tell the people that i did appear on honesty with z kind of recently you can look back into it um go check that out for a fun conversation about kink it was kind of delightful anyway granted i did get misgendered like twice during that interview but whatever we'll leave that alone it it was fine like it was fine it was one of those like moments where i was like i never at any moment said what my pronouns were and that's the only reason this happened but like this is my bad this is my bad but also whatever it's fine um go check out the conversation it was fun um anyway i think now is a good moment to tell the people where they can find you yes so as i said you can find me uh every thursday uh on ending pending uh you can find that at endingpending.com uh, you can listen to any of my uh, wonderful shows that I help produce, uh, such as Good Neighbors, uh, such as Force Friends Rewatch. Um, excellent shows that you can check out. Um, we just got started. Uh, Ending Pending and Force Friends Rewatch have combined forces to start a <gasps> Patreon. Uh, Ooh, we are uh, have are going by Where They May Radio, uh, and you can find that at patreon.com slash WTM Radio. 
uh, we're going to be doing a lot of cool things, a lot of extra right now. It's it's some bonus episodes and some uh, pets, some ending pending pet photos that oh. are just, just a joy. Um, oh, perfect. As w- it's it's very good. Our, our, our Andy and Evan are our animal lovers, oh. as am I, but I do not currently have any pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have many that are, are all lovely and available for you to check out uh, at the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing some cool things, maybe some streaming, maybe some... Uh, some video series we're going to be really playing with uh, with the space you know we've got a, a new place to to treat y'all and we're gonna we're gonna try and treat you right oh hell yeah that sounds awesome i will be signing up for that later today because mm-hmm. i just realized that there was a boost in my finances that i could afford hell to yeah. uh, oh my god i'm so fucking thankful i'm going back to my um evening job this evening um oh, and i yeah. realized oh i got a raise since the last time i was there um so <laughs> um but also <laughs> like my hours have increased slightly too it's nice um anyway mm-hmm. but also only for like 3 months but sure it's fine because if I plan this correctly, I will be good for the whole mm-hmm. summer. <laughs> Excitement. Good. Very good. Yes. Um, however, if you should feel so inclined, um, dear lovely people, to support this show in any kind of way, um, you can find this show. Um, well, you can find me individually on uh, the lovely uh, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat uh Actually, shit, don't look on Snapchat. I haven't been on there in literally like a year and a half. Like, just don't waste your time. Um, But (laughs) you can find me also on, um, instead of Snapchat, what I meant to say was TikTok, but for some reason, like (laughs) Snapchat came up. Uh, No, all of those I'm red, black, golden with the black being fancy. Um, And JV underscore reads. I will be better about updating that actual account, but that you can find all this stuff for this particular podcast there as well as uh what else can you find oh shit yeah um fucking paper boat productions we are a part of that <laughs> this is a part of that <laughs> what the fuck am i saying oh my god um this is a part of paper boat productions um <clears throat> the patreon for which is listed below um I may not see financial kickback from that. That doesn't really matter. That's not the point. Go support the other things, though, because these things that pop up on the Patreon, iconic. So just wonderful and iconic. And yes, I'm involved in a good chunk of them. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's not why they're iconic. That's just a fun bonus thing. Fun, more bonus me time, if you would like it's, that. It's, it also doesn't hurt why they're iconic. I like a horror Borealis. I'm not fully caught up on uh, main uh, account, but I am fully caught up on AHB76 and, God, uh, and Losers of Love fun. Story. So it is uh, my uh, uh, a horror Borealis <laughs> listening is, is very JV saturated and uh, it makes it special. Oh, thank you. I, <laughs> I think it's an interesting order to listen to that in because mm-hmm. like I... I created I created Mongoose with the idea that in the future, eventually at some point, Mongoose and Mariah would be friends. That is the only goal that I had had. Mm-hmm. I just wanted these two to be friends at some point. That is it. 
And I think it becomes very abundantly clear listening to the rest of the show that that is just what the plan was. Anyway, fun times. But yeah, so check out those things there. If you would like to individually support me on Patreon, I am there, I believe, under Earth 317 Productions still is, I think, what I'm on there as. I might switch that to Red Black Golden, who just makes things vague <laughs> things just vaguely making things um and uh by the time you'll hear this we will be about a week away from the release of birds of prey outcry yes oh very excited i am so hype and very very nervous but it's fine. It'll be good. It'll be definitely good uh, because I know what I'm doing and I know how to make people feel things. I apologize yes. in advance for how many tears will be shed during the first episode or at least during the tail end of the first episode. Um, sorry in advance, um, but <laughs> it'll be fine. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. You will be fine. I don't know that everybody in the scene will be fine, but you will be fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> similar, this is my similar caveat to lose a love story. I don't know that everybody in the scene is going to be fine, but I can confirm that you will be okay. You, individual human, will be fine. Um, so yeah, give those all a listen to. And um, I suppose, without further ado, be well. Do as much good work as you possibly can, while also, um, you know, not cash and covid um and um uh you know trying to survive it's cold as fuck outside just trying trying to survive when it's cold as hell do your best possible work there to try to keep staying alive and uh stay safe out there y'all mm -hmm.